0: ladies and gentlemen welcome to christina aguilera track battle. Hey! Hey! hello everyone a very warm welcome to christina aguilera track battle i'm your host bags super fan and lover of all things XTina. This is the podcast where we take two songs from Christina's amazing discography at random via our fancy random track wheel, discuss them and undertake the challenging task of determining which is better. Let's find out which songs are going head to head this episode. Are you ready fighters? Let's spin the wheel. Nasty Naughty Boy. And that's going up against... Shut up. Oh, hello, Naughty Tina. Both of these songs are so naughty in their different ways. One's very sultry and the other's very sassy. So, different aspects of the naughty spectrum here. But let the naughtiness commence. Let's first start talking about Nasty Naughty Boy. So, this is track number four from the second disc of Back to Basics. And it's produced by Linda Perry and written by Christina and Linda. Hmm three episodes in a row with a second disc track track wheel you naughty naughty thing um so yeah i mean this is the the joys of randomness here um so this song nasty naughty boy is this very very brassy burlesque style song and it's all about christina seducing this guy with a glint in her eye um it's very very tongue-in-cheek and so brazen and conjures up this image of christina in sort of a burlesque lounge type situation with this live band and just being a tease and just putting on a show and um Christina's vocals here are like very very upfront in the mix here. What I mean by that is it sounds like she's recorded very very close to the microphone Um, you know how sometimes um, you know with with jazz music they have that that microphone and they sort of caress it in their hands and and put it very very close to their face and sing into it. That's what it seems like um, and it almost adds to that live band setting. And I love how we can hear a lot of different sort of inflections in terms of, like, the grits and the rasp in her voice because, to me, she's recorded very, very up close to the microphone. Um, you know, especially when you listen to the song with headphones, do you listen to the song with headphones because it's you can hear that? And this is a great varied song in terms of her vocals because she starts it, which I love, she starts it very, very soft and subdued and then it builds up to this very, very powerful very signature Christina with the ad-libs. It's one of those songs that in a way is very, very experimental because it fully dives in to, um, you know, the sounds and vibe that Christina and Linda were trying to create, uh, you know, goes in their head first, especially for disc two which, as we know, Um, for the third episode in a row, um, is the more authentic throwback to the jazz and blues sounds of the 20s, 30s and 40s, but it has this massive, massive Christina twist on it, and we can all tell within seconds of listening to this song, fighter or not a fighter, it's very, very signature Christina with, you know, the ad-libs of the innuendos, she's never been one to shy away from that, and um, this is like, I mean this song's filthy, um, full of innuendos. And and we've seen over the years Christina diving into the burlesque world way, way, way before Back to Basics. Um, you know, Back to Basics was a chance for her to sort of really, really play with it. Um and and again in the film Burlesque, her feature film there, like she played with it that we saw on screen, but Before that, like, we could see teasers of how the burlesque world sort of really inspires her and how much it really intrigues her. Um, Of course, she did Lady Marmalade, but also she performed with the Pussycat Dolls at the Roxy Theatre in 2002. Now, this was before, way, way, way before they were a girl band um, and they were actually a burlesque troupe, um, which was founded by um, the director of burlesque, Steve Anton's brother um sister Robin sorry brother (laughs) um and this uh, Robin Antin actually discovered the Pussycat Dolls founded them um the lineup included Carmen Electra who was a a dancer um and danced a lot with them um and this was way 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 before they became a, a pop group um, so she performed with them in 2002. She did a few different songs. She did a cover of It's So So Quiet by Bjork, um, Fever, Hey Big Spender, 13 Men, etc. etc. Lots of different um, songs in a sort of a burlesque setting. Um, and this was documented, this performance that she did very heavily in the MTV diary she did with, with when Stripped uh, came out, um, and we could see her going and pra- uh, rehearsing and uh, meeting up with Robin and meeting up with um, Karma Electra and the dolls and, and, and just rehearsing. and. Um, She was speaking about how on the diary, on MTV Diary, she said it felt very, very empowering as a female just to be up there running the show, exuding that sexuality and doing that dressing up, which she so loves. And she loves to dive in headfirst with that. And you can see how much it really inspired her so much, um, which um, led to the brother of Robin, Robin. having Christina as the first pick to play the lead role in the film Burlesque, which is primarily what the film is based and themed around, the original Pussycat Doll show, this Burlesque troupe. Um, so it's very, very interesting stuff and how it all sort of comes full circle because she's worked to them, she's been inspired by Burlesque um, throughout her career and ended up being in a film. And the song Nasty Naughty Boy actually is in Burlesque as well, the film, um, in the audition scene where we get the famous wagon wheel Watusi line from Cher uh, which uh, if you've not seen Burlesque you will know that that's one of my favourite lines because it's just so random and brilliant Um, but you know to the point where people on YouTube have replayed that line again and again and again I think it's hilarious but there's an instrumental version of Nasty Naughty Boy in this audition scene which is great but back to Pussycat Dolls we know Pussycat Dolls got turned into a mainstream pop group with Nicole Scherzinger brought along to do vocals and, you know, sort of, the well, the rest is history. They released a couple of albums and um, had some very, you know, hot singles. But the Pussycat Dolls, were, when they were a band, supported Christina on certain legs of the Back to Basics tour, which eventually comes back around to Nasty Naughty Boy because they actually came out and performed with Christina on this song on the tour a few times. I mean connections galore here. It's so fitting and so connecting and we love a connection here on Christine Aguilera track battle, we really do. Um, But that's so cool how it's just sort of this like this connection, pussycat dolls and burlesque and it's just, it's cool. It's very, very cool. I like making the connection there. Speaking of the tour, Nasty Naughty Boy was a staple on the Back to Basics tour Um, it was performed on every um, every night of the set um, of the tour and it was part of the circus portion of the show where Christina and her female dancers would choose a random male audience member and tied him to this sort of circus-like wheel with lights around the side, like a wheel of death where in circus days they would sort of throw knives and have it spinning and stuff like that. Of course <laughs> they didn't do that here, they just lowered the wheel and danced on it and did this sort of burlesque-esque sort of S&M fantasy routine but definitely a show highlight like to get some random person from the audience and, and these men, uh, their faces uh, seeing them as, as Christina and her dancers are doing their thing around it Um, it's on the, the DVD Back to Basics Down and Under uh, which is the, the one that she did in, in Adelaide in Australia and um, it's just uh, it's, a, it's a highlight, definitely a show highlight because of, of how sort of very naughty and tongue in cheek it is so let's look at favorite lyrics and favorite parts um my favorite lyric I mean there's a lot a lot a lot a lot of innuendo here which I just live for but the one that made me at first go um oh um yeah it sort of made me go like oh hmm okay um right <laughs> That was basically my thought process um, and it was sort of um, no you better give me a little taste put your icing on my cake. Hmm, nothing else more I need to say to that there. <laughs> um, my favourite part has to be the bit after the second chorus where the band really goes for it and then we get some full-on Christina-isms, the ad-libs, you know with the ha. Um, that's what I call a Christinaism. ism uh, absolute chills but special mention to um, you know the shout out to the Lady Marmalade lyrics in the first verse. Um, I'm a sucker for referencing other songs in the discography. It's great. Um, But yeah, I love that Christina has never been shy to sing about risque things and really put it out there in her music. It's actually very, very impressive the way she does it, because I know a lot of people think it's trashy and unnecessary, but the way that Christina does it has this touch of class and elegance and sophistication about it. And, And this song is definitely the pinnacle of that. I know people have said oh it's like Jessica Rabbit or whatever no no it's not if you knew her influences and where she sings it from and and everything like that you know it's very very Christina and um, I just love the way it turns from this sultry quiet song to classic Christina big band swinging it's just it's a brilliant song really really great so let's move on to talking about the song that Nasty Naughty Boy is up against which is Shut Up. So this is the 16th track and third deluxe track released on Lotus in 2012. So it's not part of the main album. It's part of the deluxe version with the extra tracks on the end of the album. Um, But it was released. So we have to talk about it. So this song was written by Christina, Alex Kid, Candice Pillay, Mike Del Rio, Dwayne Abernathy and Nate Company. And it was produced by Alex Kid and there was vocal production by Christina and Candice Pillay. Um So this is a very, very sassy pop song. Uh, almost this breakbeat over the top Uh, and it's very, very taunting in nature, very tongue-in-cheek aimed at anyone that has been running their mouth about Christina and it's just basically telling them to, you know kiss her ass and shut the bleep up (laughs) which, you know very upfront about it and and she doesn't care if that labels her a you know a bitch or whatever all that matters is that she is in control of what she has to say and what she can do and if no one likes it then that's their problem and um it's like a lot of songs on lotus um where it's a very much an answer to a lot of the bad times she was having in the the lead up to Lotus, a lot of people were dragging her name through the media, uh, in the newspapers, in the magazines and stuff. And um, yeah, a few songs on Lotus are commenting on that, that they can say what they want. She's still strong. Nothing's going to bring her down. Nothing's going to let her down. Um, and um, if people don't like it, they know what to do. And, and this is like one of those songs that does it in a very cheeky way. The song is filled with... Um, you know, beeped out, swearing, expletives. Um, they're comically bleeped out in the chorus, which that is like, like when you're singing along to the song, I, I actually say the swear words like, come on, I'm in the car and there's no one else there. But um, it's, uh, it, it, it's, it, it's sort of that adds to that tongue in cheek because we've got this sort of comically bleeped out swear word. And it lends to the whole vibe of Um, you know, I'm strong, I'm unbreakable against the haters, I'll carry on, if you don't like it, you can do one. And it reinforces that message that as you listen to these three deluxe tracks following the standard version of the album, because they're not part of the main album, but of course it echoes what's been spoken about and what's been sung about in the main album. And like I said, this song is very, very fun, very, very fun song, really. It's, It's just so good to turn this up when you have some angst and you're just wanting an outlet, and as we know society these days has a lot to say and a lot of opinions, some wanted and some unwanted and very unnecessary and um, it's sort of, I know the songs from 2012 but it sort of very much applies to today where if somebody has had something to say about you, which people do, you know, not even to your face but even on social media, um, that shouldn't bring you down, you should just carry on with what you're doing and who you are because every person is unique and every person has got something to say and we're all just as valuable as each other and um if someone tries to bring you down or somebody tries to you know make fun of you or hate on you using their words or whatever um that's their problem and and this is what this song is summarizing um but like i said in a very very fun way um it is a shame that there is a minority of people out there that feel the need to comment on everything um and it's quite selfish, really, because they're putting the spotlight on others' insecurities instead of focusing on, you know, improving their own or or making your own self feel more worthy. Um, rather than bringing someone else's worthy down, they will, uh, they don't focus on that. So it's it's just yeah, it's it's a it's a massive shame, and it's gonna take a lot for things like that to change. Uh, it really is, uh, because some people are so far down it, and they always feel like they have something to say, that it's just blind, um, you know, so it's going to take something majorly drastic to change that, which is sad, but it is what it is. Um, like I said, I mean, Shut Up is, is, is a very fun way of doing it, uh, but it's got this twist of sass and attitude, and and Christine is very good at doing that, and the the way that she does that very well is from through the power of her vocals that really conveys across the sass and the attitude to the listener and um it's just brilliant so um let's look at favorite lyrics and favorite parts um of course um i like i like the lyric call me a bitch whatever you wish don't give a shit it's it's such a mantra and um so many people should apply that to their life and it's something christina's spoken about on her album since stripped um you know there's quite a few songs on there where she basically is saying there's no need to pay attention to what people say about you it's not helping you be a better person by listening to what other people always have to say um or it's not focusing on your own self-improvement um, and there's no need to waste time and energy on the negative energy which is what people if people are saying bad things about you um, because that's giving those people the satisfaction and you're not gaining anything at the end of the day from that um so it, it, it's quite a nice it's quite a nice lyric and it's quite a good mantra in a very like yeah of course there's two swear words in it but it, it it's it's such a, a very good literal way um to speak to people and you know not having to read between the lines there i also really like the ad-lib at the end of the middle eight as well um like after the call me you whatever you that bit um and then we get the the beat in the background uh, that's my favorite part because it's like okay right here's the message i've said what i needed to say because of course the lyrics are repeated um here's the message i said what i needed to say and now here's the chops behind that message now go away and hide <laughs> it's it's a great way to sort of end the album on um and um and of course we get classic christina ad-lib as well um I can, however, see why this song was on the deluxe um, rather than the main album, as there are some songs on this in sort of the same vein on the standard edition of the album, you know, for example, Circles is one that comes to mind, um, And, you know, speaking of Circles um, and Shut Up as well, comparing the two, a lot of people think that this is another song aimed at people in the public eye that dragged a name through this sort of post-2010 backlash that she had. Um, You know, people like Perez Hilton. um, That sort of really hurt hurt her. Um, You know, not only did it hurt her career, but also when so many people are saying things about you and you're in the public eye, I can only imagine that, it's hard to sometimes put that away and it's hard to sometimes put that at the back of your mind and you have to end up acting in the way that you act um but that's your way of dealing with it and if you no one else likes it then like shut up says they can kiss my ass um I do love that as a fighter, no matter what mood you're feeling, you can find a song in her discography that you can just blast out for that moment and it really, really helps. Um, You know, when you're feeling sad, you find a song that sort of tries to lift you up a little bit. When you're feeling that you're not worthy, um, there's loads of songs that can just sort of um, lift you up. And um, also songs like When You are feeling a Bit Naughty as well. So, you know, she's the queen of variety here. It just shows that, she's so good at reinvention and she's so good at exploring different genres and different feelings and different emotions and putting them into song so we've heard about nasty naughty boy and we've heard about shut up but there can only be one winner here this is a hard one again but let's get that drum roll please and the winner is nasty naughty boy Congratulations to Nasty Naughty Boy. Um, this song just has that punchiness, and it's also a perfect combination of her vocal talent, control, expression of sexuality. It just puts it in a nice, fun package and completely encompasses the throwback vibes from the second disc of Back to Basics. It's just absolute bliss, and it had to win. Um, Shut Up's a great song, but it's like I said, there's songs on Lotus which touch on the same subject, which I think are slightly superior. So, yeah still a great song, but Nasty Naughty Boy is the winner. So, the next episode, we'll be looking at a feminist anthem versus the longest running song that Christina has recorded. Hmm, I wonder what songs they both are. Thank you so much for listening. That is it for today's show. If you like the show, please be sure to subscribe and leave a comment. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter at Xtina Track Battle. Peace out. <laughs>